You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that features three expert mentors who empower and inspire people like yourself to trust their inner voice, promoting awareness along their spiritual journey. Welcome to the Psychic Jam, and today we are talking about how to connect with our loved ones during the holidays. And I am joined by my beautiful co-host Amber Price and Liz Throp, and we're going to be talking about tips on how to connect and how we can do the things that we do, whether you're a medium or not. And Amber, I love this subject because so many people ask us about this every single day or through our practice, and I love talking about this. What are your thoughts around it? Absolutely. I think the same thing. I think it's so extremely important to understand how to connect to our loved ones, especially around the holiday season. I do a lot of this myself in terms of, um, you know what? I do mainly just intention. That's what I do. I just set the intention that I want to connect with my loved one. And then I believe it to be true. Sometimes I'm least expecting it because that's when they're going to want to come around and, and talk to me is when I'm least expecting it. Or when I've asked, they didn't immediately respond. And then the timing is perfect at a later time and date. Um, so intention is a big one for me. And then meditation as well. Like I don't do it nearly as often as I think people expect that I do, but I I definitely do it once in a while when I feel compelled to, usually when I feel like I need to just slow my roll, like just calm down, take a minute, <laughs> just, you know, enjoy doing nothing but connecting with myself for some higher awareness. And that's when my loved ones will come through. So intention and meditation are big. And um, also just if you're trying to connect with your loved one at home and you're not much of a meditator, um, then you can practice that intentional um, motivation. So I, you know, can you please come and connect with me? Now, don't be super specific in terms of requesting signs. Like, don't say turn on Jeopardy at 7 p.m. channel 777. Like, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you I can try it. to do that, but the amount of energy that it's going to take for your loved one to succeed at that is probably going to make you feel like it failed. <laughs> um, so, but there, there are so many things that your loved one can do, and when you're not for Forcing against the energy, they will be able to do it with much more clarity and ease. So not only like when I'm connecting to my loved ones, I am very mindful of my state, my energetic state. If I'm open, am I willing? Am I in a good vibrational frequency? And then I I'm not forcing it. I'm not pushing it. I'm not blocking it. It's not harder for them to use their frequency to match mine um, because we always have to raise ours to meet theirs. Right. So so be mindful of your own energy, I guess, is going to be the best thing. And so I think those things are just basically the tips I would say that are the easiest. So these would be tips for people who are don't have a very intense spiritual practice, who are busy, or who just really want to just do a quick tune-up, check-in with your loved ones. Because, I mean, those ones are fairly easy and they don't take much energy on your behalf at all. So, Liz, how are you feeling about this? Because I know there's lots of ways to connect, but there's also a lot of ways to honor our loved ones as well. 
Absolutely. And I loved your your suggestions, Amber. And I just want to kind of add a couple more before I give some really great ways of honoring. Um, you know, first and foremost, we need to release the fear around seeing our loved ones or connecting with them. Uh, I think this is a big challenge for a lot of people. They're very afraid of what they're going to see or are they going to see them in the way that they, in the manner in which they died? And they don't want to see that horrificness if, if it was an accident. Um, or perhaps <clears throat> there's just a lot of fear around seeing a, a ghost, right? So we have to get over that hurdle first. Um, I promise you they're not going to show up looking scary. They are going to come in in a loving, high vibration energy. So uh, be be open to that. The other thing is I hear a lot from people is dreams. I just wish I could dream about them and they haven't shown up in my dreams and I really, really want that. So what I would suggest in, in that case is before you go to sleep tonight, you can just ask them to join you. Ask them to join you. Say that you're ready for them. Ask them to join you and I'm sure that they will. I want to give give some tips on how to honor our loved ones because this is a, a really great um, you know way in which I hear from spirit on the other side all the time of things that their loved ones have done for them. So I compiled a, a, a list. And I'll go through some of them. So one of them is during Christmas, uh, when you're having connection with family and loved ones, talk about your loved ones um, outwardly, rem reminisce about um, things that they said or did, uh, set a seat at the table for them, you know, at family gatherings, let Everyone else know that you're going to do this so that it doesn't freak some people out, but it is a lovely way to honor them. Uh, another way is I, this is one that I personally do. I'll visit the, the graves of my loved ones and I will bring a little wrapped up in tissue paper, just one ply tissue paper. Uh, I will wrap up a, a, a bird seed uh, suet block and I wrap it and I don't, I don't put any like ribbon on it so that I'm, I'm less impacting on the environment. But what I do is I leave that on their grave as a little gift to them, but the animals in the area will come and enjoy that. Um, you, you may want to create uh, a shrine in your, in your uh, home to honor them around the holidays. Uh, it can be, you know, something that you leave up all year. A lot of people do that. Um, you can give to charity in their name. You, this is one of my favorite ones is to name a star after your loved ones so that every night you can look up in the sky and see, you know, that star and remind, you know, family members for generations that that's named after your loved one. You can donate gifts uh, and on their behalf to the needy. You can write about them, maybe tell the world who they were for you and what you found their legacy was in a blog or book. Uh, we've done this for my grandmother. We erected a bench in her honor. And uh, I can tell you that when I'm in that part of the world in the UK, I will go and sit on that bench because it's just a beautiful reminder that it, this was hers. A lot of people will plant a tree or a flower in honor. Some people will get a tattoo. Um, some people will finish or complete something that that your loved one maybe planned on doing before they passed. So you'll finish and complete that for them. You know, one of the favorite ones that I hear from spirit is that uh, their loved ones have named a child after them. That's that's such an honor for spirit. So if you have a family member coming and uh, you're looking for a name for your baby, this is a great way to honor the loved ones on the other side. You know, there's so many other, you know, um, 
ways in which to do that. But that's just a little tidbit of of ideas. But be be open to express yourself. You know, uh, there's so many there's so many things you can do, and I I just. I, I know that they want to connect with you because they tell me they do. And I know, you know, you ladies know that what I'm talking about. They love it when we speak with them. That's probably your quickest, easiest way to connect with them. Just talk to yes. them like they're there. And, uh, you know, Jay, what what's your thoughts on this? I love all of your suggestions, Liz. They're so great. And in, in yours as well, Amber. You know, I, I see a lot of people wearing ashes, and that's a way of carrying your loved ones around you when you miss them. And a lot of people connect with that and talk to the ashes or bring them with them, even in the car. <laughs> I've seen people drive around with urns. <clears throat> Park benches are a big thing. I know when I went to Ottawa, there were quite a few memorial park benches, which I really loved. And what we did for my father-in-law was a shadow box, and I love it because we were able to put all of his military medals in there, some of the photos with his jets, and it just really brings to life and, and honors his memory. But you know, a lot of my clients come to see me, and the biggest thing is they don't know how to connect with spirit because they say, well, I'm not a medium. Could you tell my mother I love her? Just by even saying or thinking it, spirit knows. Spirit knows that you love them. And so I encourage you to talk directly to your spirits, whether it's inside your head, because spirits will hear you, or whether it's out loud, don't worry, nobody's going to think you're nuts. <laughs> you know, I do it all the time. I try not to do it in front of my husband, though, because it scares them. Um, but my favorite thing is just really teaching people how to connect with spirit without being a medium. And a lot of people say, well, I don't know how to do that. But we do it every single day, just in the things and, and the honors, as Liz has mentioned. But when Liz talked about dreams and asking them to come into dreams, it's a practice that I use quite often with, with my clients. And I get them to sit down and I explain to them that daydreams and night dreams are virtually the same. The only difference between your daydreams and your night dreams is that you can't control your night dreams. Your night dreams are actually a state of being unconscious and you're having subconscious thoughts while you're in an unconscious state. Your body's paralyzed because your REM of sleep goes down, your blood pressure, your heart rate goes down. And so you're unable to really move a lot when you're sleeping. And so there's a reason for that, <clears throat> physically speaking. <clears throat> Excuse me. But the thing is, at the end of the day, we can connect by visualizing. So if you close your eyes, and you see your loved one inside your mind's eye, dollar to donuts, it's because they're around. <clears throat> There's no other way around it. It's because they're allowing you to see them. And a lot of people say, well, that's just my imagination. But when you're sleeping and you're dreaming, it's virtually the same thing. So moving on from that, visualizing is great. But I always tell people, you know, when you're doing something, you're in the middle of grocery shopping, or you're in the middle of maybe even just, I don't know, doing the dishes, and you're just having a day, you know, you're just doing your thing. And out of nowhere, you get this overwhelming feeling of like, suddenly just losing your mind, you're crying, you're missing your loved one very suddenly, like, why did all of a sudden, I have this like, you know, feeling of just like bursting out in tears. And now I'm thinking of my husband or my mother or my son or my daughter. 
that's because I believe that that energy has just poked in and dropped by to kind of just be around your energy because they love us. They're around us every single day. But in that moment, you may be feeling them, realizing that they've now passed and now your emotions have taken over and now you're just losing it. And this can happen anywhere. And people say, well, that's because I'm grieving. I think that's influence of spirit. And I believe that very strongly because when I used to feel my father come around, I would get these emotions and I started figuring out that's tied with when spirits drop in. So you do not have to be a medium for that. Another thing is a lot of people will say that you know, just just because I'm crying or just because this has happened doesn't mean that spirit's there. But they want to know if that spirit's crying with them. The spirits don't cry. Spirits are always happy. They understand that we're having human moment and that we miss them in that moment. And so they won't um, feel sad. They're very overjoyed just to be around us. And they're very loving. They don't have ego anymore. So that's my little tip on how to connect with spirit. Close your eyes. Another thing is put up your Christmas tree. Put on some Christmas music. The higher the vibration, the more you're going to attract your loved ones in spirit. So the thing is, I really encourage you to celebrate, even though you don't want to celebrate, stretch a little bit and really try. Have a drink in their honor, you know. Uh, just raise your cup to the life that you had with them. And I'm going to tell you, they get so excited when they're honored. But ladies, I, you know, this is such a great subject and I could talk about it forever, but I want to thank you both for doing this. So many people need to know that there's evidence of spirit and we get so many different signs, but sometimes we really don't pay attention to them. So you're right. It's mm. not like it's going to be a specific turn on this TV show at seven <laughs> o'clock. Yeah, ask, believe and receive yeah. is what I have to say. Ladies, yeah. anything to add? No, that was really good. Yeah. I think, you know, it just having some tips and figuring out what works for you. We're going to give you some highlighted areas to to honor or to tap into your loved one, but really play around with what works for you so that you know what's going to give you the best um, and most meaningful connection. So that's all I would say is just just learn what works for you. Awesome. Couldn't say it better. Beautiful. That's awesome, ladies. I am going to be attaching Enjoying the Holidays Again After a Loss, which is a great blog at the Psychic Associates. If you're looking for any types of tips or any type of way to connect or anything psychic or empathic, please check out our website. Have a beautiful holiday season, everybody. We'll see you yes. again soon. Happy Bye -bye. holidays. Bye. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening in. If you liked our podcast or would like to learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicassociates.com or visit us on our socials on Facebook or Instagram at The Psychic Associates.